Hey, Eric. Yes, Ben. I have a, a confession to make to you. Really? It's going to be hard for you to believe. Yes. Don't get too personal here. I am a deeply, deeply uncool person. No, I don't believe that. And what's more, I am a poor dresser. That I, I do just, believe. I, I've seen you wear the same pair of pants like four days in a row. That sounds true. Well, luckily, there's a cure for that. Won't feel the peril. The only time in my life where I actually feel like a cool, well-dressed person. So we'll take Dorky Ben, we'll put him in home field apparel, and he will transform into cool, cool yes, gear, this Ben? literally happened when I was at the Iowa and Drake women's game at the Knapp Center in Des Moines. I walked around with just a air of smug satisfaction as I walked around the rafters, looking at all these people in their non-home field apparel Iowa gear and thinking, you know what? I'm better dressed than you all. I mean, I'm glad you're Hawkeyes, but maybe up your game, everybody. Get some sweet home field apparel. So if I want, if somebody wanted to be as cool as you, now that you have your gear, where would they go? Oh, they could go to homefieldapparel.com. Now, Eric, you you have home field apparel. I do. Sadly, you prefer to dress like an asshole, so you're wearing gopher apparel, right? Yes, but I will say the the shirt that I have, when I put it on, it feels so comfortable. I just want to roll around in it. It has this sort of silkiness that my other t-shirts don't have. Yeah, it's like instead of mouthfeel, it's got a good torso feel. You know, it just feels really nice good torso feel. Yeah, uh, all of my body parts just feel better when I'm wearing Ooh, this shirt. Okay, yeah. there you go. So I highly recommend just the way it feels when it touches your skin. They do something to those shirts that I, none none of my other shirts feel that way. So they do something to the shirts, and those shirts do something to your body. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I highly recommend the home field apparel gear. The governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a hog guy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the season finale of the Pot of Rosedale. Eric, I'm kind of sad, but I have to say, Ben Stradamus is also... Not terribly upset because, again, he proved what a genius he is. We'll get into our season predictions a little bit, but I feel like I know these teams, you know, well. If people had followed my advice, they could have made a lot of money. It's on the tape. We'll get See, into it. No, I I don't like what you're doing here because you're trying to focus on the positivity, and I don't like that. I, what I want to hear from you is the anger and frustration that you should be feeling right now. It shouldn't uh, be this like, oh, I, I had I was seven and five, I said at the beginning of the season, and eight and four, for the, I was right. So everybody look at me, even though you've never actually placed a bet in your life. Like, Ben, I want to hear how, how... I have a, a co-worker that I bet a bunch of times. you never placed ben. a real bet. How, how okay. are you feeling after oh, what happened on Friday? This has got to be... You oh, lost I mean, Nebraska, of all I would deserve to lose. To end it's, your uh, season... The goddamn Cornhuskers. I'm relieved it's it's mostly over. Other than some dumb bowl game in like New York, it's 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 over. Um, the long national nightmare is over. The Iowa season's over. Is I'm kind it, of relieved. Is it over? <laughs> or well, are literally we the see- the season is literally over before the bowl game. There's a bowl game, but otherwise, yes, the season is over. Well, Eric, yes. okay, but you still have the same head coach. You still have the same offense coordinator. That's fine. I don't have you to likely have the same quarterback next year. I saw, a, we'll get into a Padilla, but I saw a, a blurb that 
that Petrus could use a COVID year and come back. He may be the well, starting quarterback. Yeah, we'll again talk. Next. I mean, people, there, there's there's some some rumors, some hope speculating around too. Yeah, he could come back. The, cannot, you're talking about the Michigan quarterback? I heard heard a little bit yes, of that. Too. Yes, think, Cade uh, our guy, uh, our guy Steppy, I think had had tweeted out that possibility. Yeah, all the Iowa beat reporters tweeted it out, and and Bruce Feldman did too, actually. So that's where there's maybe a little bit Bruce, of smoke. Bruce Feldman. He's some national sports writer, okay. not just an Iowa one. Um, and again, maybe he's just speculating. He he might not actually know anything. Who knows? Is that why? Know. Is that why Padilla is going into the transfer portal? Because of- um. Yeah, I don't know if – I mean, there's a lot of ways you can look at it. It could be that Kirk said, you know, in certain terms, like, oh, Petrus is coming back, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to beat Petrus. That he did be... that last year, though, right? He he came back knowing Petrus was yeah, going I, to be there. I, I, I think he was probably told last year that it was going to be a competition and that he had a real shot, and then I think it became very clear this season that he didn't have a shot, that Petrus was the dude. Despite so, how poorly Petrus played, he could not Can I, can I disclose ahead. something to you? Go ahead. Did not watch a second of that game on Friday. My uh, my my kids wanted to go skiing. We went hit the slopes. You and, go to uh, the place in Apple Valley. Uh, Buck Hill. It's in yeah. it's in uh, Burnsville. Oh, Burnsville. I'm sorry, mixed uh, them up. Sorry. But yeah, I did a little boarding. Kids did a little skiing. My wife stayed home, watched the game because she she had to watch her Hawkeyes. And so I did. I didn't see it. I have no I have no memories of it. I came well, came home hoping to see my wife in a happy mood and she was not in a happy mood she was very upset that the hawkeyes lost and i was like what to nebraska are you you serious so give me a little breakdown of of the game i, I want to hear kind of your there are two things that happened that were the big problems P- petrus played he started the game right yeah, and well, that's a third big thing you could argue. I don't know how much of a difference it made because um, Petros was one for six before he went out. He was bad before he went out. He wasn't. He was wasn't he really? Are we, can we go conspiracy theory again? Was he? Was it an actual injury? Did he? Get uh, it very much looked like he could not throw the ball. Um, well, it's looked, looked like, like that his whole career, but so some different. Okay, your your constant, you know, tinfoil hat stuff has been disproven time and time again. But you can you can believe whatever you want, Eric. It's free country. You can believe the Earth is flat. You can believe. What ancient aliens taught the Egyptians how to build the pyramids, whatever. It's up to you, Eric. But no, I don't think he actually got hit. I think he actually got hurt. Uh, it was senior day. It was his last game. It was at Kinnick. I don't think he was pretending to get hurt to come last out. Last game, right? question mark. Maybe well, not. Fine. He went through senior day activities. Maybe he gets to do that twice. Usually Kirk's pretty like adamant about you having to be a senior to do the senior day things. But who knows? I don't know. But he did not look, from what I could see, like he could throw it. He looked like he was in pain free country believe what you want um but that was for the did he thing. get hit did he get hit and then well yeah so because he was he it, they did their slow play action bootleg and an unblocked you know defender came in tackled him from behind a fumble um an iowa that was that's the set so they're you're, you're wanting to disrupt my flow which is fine um so the the second thing there were three fumbles iowa lost three fumbles and nebraska scored touchdowns um, there were 17 points on three fumbles. The first one was that one. It took Petrus out of the game and it gave Nebraska a short field. Um, I, and you know, what was the crowd like? I mean, what was what was the crowd reaction? Was it just completely stunned? I mean, nobody yeah, nobody thought I was going to lose this game. It was very very quiet, and then Iowa just kept fumbling, and the offense kept doing nothing. Um, it was yeah. It was, I mean, people were ready to cheer, and they finally came to life eventually, but it's too late. Iowa fell down 24 to nothing. Um, again, the, the biggest 
The biggest single biggest thing that happened is they lost Cooper DeGene. The guy that basically single-handedly helped Iowa beat Wisconsin and Rutgers and, you know, actually helped contain a couple of those big Ibrahim runs uh, a week ago for against your Gophers. Iowa's second best defender. Guy's an absolute stud. He got like a concussion very early. He was out, which meant Iowa was down to their fourth or fifth string corner because there's number two and number three guys were already out with injuries. They've been out all year. So they also had this guy, these guys in coverage who just were not ready to be in coverage. They got utterly demolished. Bust coverage from them for an 87-yard touchdown. And it was clear that, I mean, that's just what Nebraska kept doing. He's just throwing it, you know, whoever was, you know, being guarded by the worst corner. Um, so that was the biggest thing. If that doesn't happen, and Nebraska probably scores less. Two is the fumble. Iowa lost three fumbles. One was Petrus who shook him out. Another one was Padilla, who again got ran out by another unblocked defender. I mean, the off- Iowa's offensive line was just trash. Um, and that was another one, caused another Nebraska score. And then, oh, here's another. Yeah, this is another one why Cooper Jean made a big difference. So Arlen Bruce was returning punts. And it was, uh, Iowa got a three and out to start the second half. They were only down 17 nothing at the point, which is still pretty hopeless. But uh, he went to field the punt, and he fumbled it. Otherwise, Cooper DeGene would have been returning the punts, and he's way better than Arlen Bruce, and he probably doesn't fumble there. And Nebraska scores a touchdown right after that. Um, so one play here or there, and it's not 24 nothing, is what you're, what you're saying? Oh, I'm saying if you have Cooper bounces DeGene... bounces this way or that way, and... No, I'm saying if you have Cooper Iowa's DeGene, team. they can't exploit a guy who can't play coverage. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I like how I say several things, Eric, and then you pick on one thing and say, that's my whole thesis. Uh, one touchdown would have made it 17-14, to 14, I guess, if you're doing that stuff, but that's not my point. point is they lost their second-best defender and now had to go through a guy who's buried on the depth chart and is just – Kirk. this is what Kirk said after the game, which is as close as you're going to get to him saying a player sucks. He said the guy was not ready for prime time. They were mad. I mean, that they, that's how they scored their touchdowns. He would never say that about his son, though. Not ready for prime time. Well, no, he wouldn't, of course. Would you say that about your daughters? I mean, if they were working for you and and they were maybe not doing great at the job, would you publicly say that they were terrible? I would retire and live on an island of all of the money that I've made. Okay, well, that's fine. That makes sense. I would make an island in Iowa. My point is they score less points with Cooper Gene. They also have one less fumble. So Nebraska is probably somewhere in the middle. You're so testy. You're really testy about this. I I like it. uh, It's more about you interrupting. You're agitated. Yeah. Well, you you, you ask me a question and then you don't sit back and wait for the response. And then you're like, hey, you said one thing. So I'm going to stop. You won't stop talking. I've got to jump in here. Otherwise, Uh, it's it's a a multifaceted monologue here. You've got several points. Are you saying this one thing I is put a one quarter in you and you're just going? I, I one one you are thing so testy. I'm sorry one that your team lost. Just that one thing was the difference. Anyway, I'm it came sorry down your to team lost, man. Losing their second best defender, fumbling three times, and then I guess uh, maybe Petrus to Padilla. Padilla wasn't better than Petrus, that's for sure. Maybe he was worse. So those are the three things that were the difference in the game. Nebraska had 330 yards. Iowa did their typical under 300. Um. So, yeah, you know, Cooper DeGene doesn't get injured. Maybe the game's better. It's closer. So Iowa's luck kind of ran out a little bit. Sure. If they don't fumble. Yeah, certainly if they don't lose three fumbles and have three turnovers. Yeah, they, I think Nebraska scores less. Then, yeah. No, I just big. think the game's close and they have a chance to win. But, yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> At home to win the Big Ten West, and that's what they, that's what they put out. 
Okay. You're not upset about that in any way? That's not like an angry fan? At this point, I mean, so we'll, let's say Iowa wins. I'd rather they won. Then they'd be getting ready to get crushed by Michigan for the second straight year. They'd be playing Michigan in the Big Ten title game. Maybe. I mean, Michigan looked really great against Ohio State. There's no yeah, doubt about they that. dominated uh, Ohio State completely. It wasn't even that. But close. you know, a couple ball balls bounce this way and that way, and it's it's a whole different game according to you. So, yeah. well, it was against Nebraska. This was my whole point against Nebraska. Not my point against Michigan. I didn't say that after the Iowa Michigan game in Kinnick. I was like, just a couple bounces the other way, this way, that way. Michigan's just a billion times better. Um, but yes, obviously, if you don't lose three fumbles and Nebraska scores 17 points off of three fumbles, yes, maybe they score less than 24, and maybe. You're in the game at the end, but I don't know. They're not fun to watch. I don't know. You always talk about sports are entertaining. Iowa, they're not entertaining. They're excruciating to but watch. But you Once- love this team so much. That's I think that's the thing that's that's so interesting to me. Like you, you're wearing an Iowa hat right now, drinking out of an Iowa cup. Do you have an Iowa shirt on as well? I can't see. It's just a black polo. There's no Iowa logo. You got your. Uh- <laughs> Your vintage Iowa T-shirt that you you bought from uh, Home Field Apparel? Uh, it's upstairs, but I'm not wearing it currently. I could have put it on. Um, I, I yeah, I like Iowa. I want them to win, but they're a frustrating team. I you know, it's not fun when the coach's son is the offensive coordinator, and the offense is awful. So where where, do you, where does the team go from here? Like, what does do you have any reason to believe next year? Is it an improvement? I mean, this quarter, you, you mentioned the Michigan thing. So if you get that, he was the starter last year, right? McNamara. And then, and then, yeah. and then he got yeah. hurt. And then the other guy came in. And so he's been sort of on the bench this season. And he's gone into the, the, the transfer portal. So he comes to Iowa. Does that change everything? Is that a whole new life? You got this new quarterback. Well, does it like change cha- everything? Of, well, you, I'm just going to use your phrase. No, it doesn't change everything. Obviously, having a quarterback who's – I mean, the whole year, Eric, you did a, is Spencer Petras the worst in QBR? He was. Running, I mean, right. I wasn't doing oh, yes. anything. I was reading the stat. My, yeah. my point is you observed repeatedly how he was basically the worst quarterback or maybe the fifth worst if you want to be an optimist about it quarterback and all of college football so if you take a guy who's 40 spots above that yeah yeah it changes the offense the offense is better for sure does it change everything does it turn them into a powerhouse no because iowa's defense is probably not going to be quite as good next year they'll still be good but... who are you losing is cooper DeGene going pro or what who are you losing uh, jack about? campbell's gone he's the best linebacker that kirk ferentz has ever had um, that's going to be a big downgrade. Mr. Tiptoe along the sidelines against against my Gophers, right? Wasn't that Campbell? He, stayed, he was inbound. Yeah, he stayed inbound. Okay. Uh, the, the refs, they, they took the payment from the Gophers. The, the bribe paid out. So, so you know, Spencer Petrus finished the season at 114 in total QBR. Yeah. Of so, all yes, I think an upgrade at quarterback makes Iowa's team better. I don't think that's controversial to say. Uh, it's not going to fix an offensive line that was – Still, in the last game of the year, still have got. I mean, I, I don't. You probably didn't see because you're not plugged into Iowa. There's a there's a play. I was right tackles guy named Jack Plum. Um, he's standing there on the right side. Nebraska has their defender lined up on the outside of him. He stands there and doesn't attempt to block the guy who just runs in for a big like ten yard loss. I don't know if you saw that, but that's still happening. Where like guys are just missing assignments completely several times a game. Guys Wouldn't that be 
the offensive line coach or maybe the offensive coordinator responsible for well, that? Oh, of course. I mean, are you saying Brian Ferentz sucks and should be replaced? I don't know. You haven't really convinced me. I, I think he should stay. I'm a really big Brian Ferentz supporter. Um, well, you were the one last week that had a big thing about how you thought the Gophers should hire Brian Ferentz to be your new head coach. I mean, I, I, I said that. those words. That's true. You even want to implement a crazy like 80% income tax on the people of Minnesota to pay an exorbitant salary. Very weird. Um, Yes, but we already know Brian Ferentz sucks. We already know the offensive line coach sucks. Um, there's no reason to think that's getting better next year. I don't think Brian's going to be gone. And even if he is gone, I mean, it's still going to be Kirk's offense probably. We're going to hire somebody else. We'll just do whatever Kirk wants offensively. So, no, I don't think there's any reason to think that changes. But at some point, there is come a point where they're going to be so bad offensively that they will technically be better. Uh, are they at the bottom point? I hope so. I hope this is as bad as it gets and it gets at least somewhat better. I don't know. A better quarterback would help. But what if all the wide receivers transfer out? Because they're like, oh, look, worked out well for Charlie Jones. He uh, he did a pretty good he – did, he did well. Um, why am I going to be here with the coach's doofus of a son? Uh, not – I mean, I had two wide receiver receiving touchdowns all year. Yikes. Like – I don't know how you'd ever convince a wide receiver to play football. And I just doesn't like, I can't see any reason why if you're a talented wide receiver, he'd look at your eye and say, you know what? I'm going to go to Iowa. I, I just can't see any reason why anybody would do that. I just, well, if you get that. this quarterback, this four star former Michigan quarterback to come and throw the ball, I think that might change things, but why would he want to come to Iowa, you know, and um, play in that all hand the ball off, you know, 20 times a game and throw it uh, tight end screens three or four or five times a game. I, I, I don't know. I have no reason to think why. Why would he? What if, you know, yeah, spitballing it here, but he says, I'll come to Iowa, but you got to get a new coordinator. Like, get him out of here. I mean, if that, that would Ferris be awesome. What is, we, what is, get, we get Kirk, Cade McNamara and we lose Brian Ferris. Yeah. That's well, a win. But buddy. Does Kirk, Kirk, no, but Kirk says, hell no, get the fuck out of here. You're not transferring here. But, then, not- okay. Then it doesn't happen. I mean, I don't want that. I, I can't stop that from happening. I'm just saying, obviously, you can't. Hypothetically, don't you think that's a more likely outcome is where Kirk doesn't – he's not going to fold to that pressure. Sure. I I doubt a quarterback's going to come in and say, yeah, I'll be your quarterback, but I need a new offensive coordinator. I I doubt it. But you're right that Kirk isn't going to cave to that. He's not going to like, oh, yeah, okay, let me – I really need this guy. I mean, no, he's not going to do that. Of course not. Of course he wouldn't do that. But I also doubt he caved McNamara or anybody would do that. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the transfer portal. I don't know. Um, it'd be cool to get one. Uh, uh, Padilla's not going to be playing in the bowl game, so the only reason the bowl game is actually interesting is if Petrus can't play and Padilla's already basically done, he's off the website, he's dead to Kirk anyway. Is Iowa's third-string quarterback going to get a run at it? That might be interesting to see. How bad is it? Probably really bad, but who knows? That'll be about one of the only reasons to watch the bowl game. Um, I know I'm not optimistic about the offense being better. Uh, a better quarterback would help. It wouldn't fix everything, but it would at least be something, something to be marginally excited about. I mean, we've had Petrus for three years. That's not been exciting. It's been a bummer um, to have that. I mean, there's only only a couple. I mean, Caleb Johnson's still great. He scored a 44-yard touchdown, and that was awesome to see. Uh, Luke Lachey drag, drug a bunch of defenders into the end zone, so they're, Iowa's going to have a good tight end again. As per usual, but there's not much else on the offense to hang your hat on. And if the defense regresses at all, I mean, it's won't be. I mean, the schedule is easier, so Iowa could win eight games next year. 
That's true. We did talk about that much e- easier schedule for your so, team. I mean, I, I, but I mean, is it, are they going to be a powerhouse? Are they going to be the last? I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm not optimistic, but Padilla is gone. Hopefully that I know. Yeah. I mean, I'll be delighted if I hear that Brian's taking a job as an assistant in the NFL somewhere, that'd be pretty great news, but well, I am excited about my team next year. I think the Gophers have uh, a lot to be excited. Kaliak Manis played amazing against Badgers. I don't know if you saw it, we won the Axe, so the Gophers beat the Badgers. I did see had that. The axe. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I, I said that was going to happen. I'm, that that raised your spirits. You were bummed out last week. You're knocking on me for being annoyed with you. You were you were down. It's just losing to moping. your crap team is is a real frustration. Well, but. watching my crap team is kind of frustrating. So I'm kind of relieved that I'm about done and watching my crap team. They're uh, they're a frustrating team. But excited about our quarterback next year, Kaliak Manis. Look, you know, probably the best game by a go go for starting quarterback in a long time. Well, is Tanner Morgan getting a uh, medical redshirt? Uh, no, he's not. He's done. I, I uh, think he's play, played too many games. He's already used the COVID year, so he can't do that. Well, if you find out he's got a medical redshirt, would that make you really oh, depressed? If- but I, I did see something. So Ottman Bell's coming back, who was supposed to be a dynamic receiver this year. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the younger guys that Kaliak Manis worked with really looked great. Um, Wright was one guy, I think, that played really well. Um, against Wisconsin, and then I, I think they have a transfer from Wisconsin coming in, so it should be a oh, pretty wow. deep wide receiver field. Obviously, you lose uh, Ibrahim. Uh, you know, he was. How, how do you feel about him not being a, a dope Walker candidate? I saw that. that uh, isn't that frustrating? I think the stats he should be if you just look at the statistics. I just look at the like the Gopher games without like that. It, he just the. Gophers just suck immediately once yeah. he's gone. He, he they did just miss become... a game, so maybe that factors in it. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. doing the Gophers without without Ibrahim are just terror. I mean, they're Iowa. It's been, anyway. I don't know. Um, not that that was kind of lame. He's one of the three best running backs in college football. I think that's fair to say. But yeah, what are you gonna do. Yeah, he, I mean, he was an early Heisman favorite. You know, until the year fell apart. But I don't know. Uh, he he also didn't play great against Wisconsin. I think he had an injury and. Only put up like 70 yards. It's probably his worst game of the season. Yeah, that 70 yards is his worst game of the season. Man, I wonder yeah. what that's like. Well, he had like 30 carries, but anyways. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Really, it's, it's all about the quarterback. I, I'm excited about this this quarterback next year. Tough schedule for the Gophers. Um, so I don't, I don't even know if they'll have a better record. They did finish this season with a better record than Iowa, so... Uh, always like that. I mean, eight, eight and four is that, that tied for best record in the Big Ten West. Obviously, they didn't have the best Big Ten record, but no, I I think the future looks bright for PJ beating Nebraska or beating Nebraska, beating Wisconsin. Uh, didn't beat Iowa. That's the that's the one thing he just hasn't done as a as a coach. No, first time. When was the last time the Gophers won back to back games against Wisconsin? Uh, it was like I think ninety one or something like that. Oh my to, god, that yeah. hasn't happened in yeah. thirty years, basically. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, there you go. That's exciting. And that's all you need. I mean, he, I I think PJ had some quote where he was like, "I was told all I have to do is beat Wisconsin, and then my job's secure." He's like, "Well, I've done that, and people want to be fired after I lost to Iowa." And it's like, nobody's saying you should have been fired after you lost to Iowa. Like, pump the brakes on that shit, but. You do well, need to beat Iowa. I mean, especially in the way you've lost to them in winnable games. 
Apparently you don't. I mean, he's never done it. It's not impacting his job security. That's fine. He can keep losing to Iowa. That's fine. Well, no, he he has complete security. He's not going anywhere unless okay. he wants to. I, there's no chance they fire him at this point. No, I, uh, he's not... he's where the Gophers should be as a as a team. I mean, this is where, exactly where this is like the top tier. It's same as Iowa. Everyone's every once in a blue moon, you'll have that great season where the schedule breaks right. You win a couple big games, and you have a chance to play for the Big Ten title. Well, shouldn't is, the schedule have broken right this year? Yeah, th- this was a big disappointment. Absolutely. This year, I, I don't think you could chalk this up as like a positive season. I think this is definitely a disappointment. Um, okay. Where the way the schedule was, the way the Big Ten West was so winnable. I mean, it was. So, there's really no good team. Purdue's going to be playing for the Big Ten title. Purdue was not a good team. No, like, Purdue lost to Iowa 24-3 to at home. I mean, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they only had three Big Ten losses, though. That's just kind of the way it shakes out. That's true. Be- beat Nebraska, if you're Iowa, like, at home. No, like, I'm not, that's I'm all not mad about it. Like, I really not. So, there was so much parity throughout the entire conference. It's wild. Because, yeah, everybody's mediocre. Everybody's deeply flawed. All the quarterbacks are pretty crappy. Uh, really, I think it comes down to quarterback play. All Purdue had the best quarterback. Right, they they did throughout the whole season. They had the best quarterback, and they're going to be playing for the Big Ten title. So, I mean, they're not going to win, right? You you wouldn't. Nobody would predict Purdue's going to win that no, I game. I don't even know what the, what's the spread here. Even I'm going to look it up. I uh, yeah, I, I know nobody. I mean, they virtually have no chance. But at least they're in the game, right? At least they're playing the game. Sure. It's, uh, it's fun to get your butt kicked by Michigan. It was, it was a good time last year. I really enjoyed 16 it. 16 and a half points. Is yeah, I I'm just saying. saw it. Yeah, I've seen that as well. It's not the longest shot. So there you go. But yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, but hey, good for them. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe they can pull a miracle. But so for, like for me, disappointing season for the Gophers, but you beat the Badgers and you take the ax. And that's like, you know, PJ smoking a cigar in the thing, in the, in the locker room and yelling and screaming like it's like dude you, you didn't win anything but it feels that way so i guess conversely with your hawkeyes losing to nebraska it, does the season feel completely shallow at that point or does it not matter in any way to you're just gonna oh, it feels shallow for me i mean so there are plenty of people who are like would you rather hey. be six and six but beat nebraska in this situation or where the where the team since is seven, now. seven and five with the Nebraska loss, sure, yeah. sure. At that point, since either scenario doesn't involve Iowa doing anything meaningful, sure, yes. At this point, six and six. And, I mean, they're both bowl games. I was going to go to a crummy bowl game. It wouldn't make that difference how much crummier the bowl is at six and six versus seven and five. No, the the season's a whole big whatever. I mean, you know, if they go like on you, a lo- five you lose to Wisconsin, but you beat Nebraska, that sort of thing. Like you you would trade that. Sure, I, I hate Nebraska way more than I hate yeah. uh, Wisconsin. Um, but, yeah, 75 is nothing. I mean, it's a nothing. I mean, fine, they'll go to a bowl game. They're going to play Pittsburgh or whomever they play in their bowl game, and it's going to be, well, they're not fun to watch. Uh, they they had every chance that they go on a five-game win streak to close the year. You know, it's not awesome because they won kind of annoyingly, but you're like, yeah, okay, I guess. Back-to-back Big Ten West championships, here we go. Instead, 7-5. and five, yeah, they they kept. You don't the, get the banner. You don't get the banner that you can hang up at at Kinnick. Nope. Um, that, I mean, they got wins over Wisconsin and Minnesota. Good. They lost to Nebraska and Iowa State. Kind of a split there. They had opportunities, but the offense is so terrible. 
And it's probably not bad enough that you get real change. I mean, if they really had tanked, maybe, you know, if I was four and eight, maybe, maybe there's change. I mean, probably not still, but maybe this point it's like, it's kind of meh. So it's like, yeah, it's done. Play your bowl game. Maybe we'll see the third string quarterback and it'd be fun if something cool happened in the off season. The offensive line coach, I don't know how the offensive line coach is justified in keeping their job. They absolutely need to be fired. I didn't is know it Brian names. Ferentz, the offensive line coach, as well as the offense coordinator? No, there's somebody else. He's the quarterback's coach. Brian oh, that's Ferentz right. is the that's quarterback's right. coach. So, yeah, he's he's in charge of the worst quarterback in college football. What a, what a stud. What a, what a king. To just be objectively terrible at your job but make 900 grand. Man, isn't that... What what could be sweeter than that? Just like what do you think his paycheck? Because I'm sure he gets paid, you know, twice a month. He every other week he's getting a check from the university. Yeah, I'm getting my phone out, not because I'm, you know, he's he's you know he's withhold, withholding his taxes, right? So he's some of that's going to his his 401k and all that. But like what? I'm are you? Let's do is this. It, this is, is it like, like a forty thousand dollar paycheck? He like literally or fifty thousand dollar paycheck. He's just. That's direct deposit into his bank. How much of his paycheck do you think gets withheld? Just give me a number. Should we That's say like half 30? Of it. He's say probably half. doing fifty okay. percent, something forty percent, fifty percent, something like that. That's four hundred fifty thousand. I so mean, you're, gonna... you're, you're talking his. He's got to pay his insurance, right? He's got he's got his his premiums. He's got to put in there, right? So if he if he literally is like only like take home pay, right? If it's just his take home pay, and fifty percent goes to like tax withholdings. And Social Security and yeah. 401k, like all that shit, and we say 50%. I just took that 450,000 and divided that by 52, right? Or no, it's not 52, right? I'm off. It'd be 26 paychecks, so 450,000 because every other week, right? Divide by 26. Sure. Yep. That means every two weeks he sees a $17,307 paycheck. Right in his bank account, direct. That deposit. and that's 50%, which I think is probably a high that's, estimate. That's I think very that's, high. He's, I think he's, He's working some shit where he's he's not paying a whole lot of taxes, I imagine, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's I mean, he's giving. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and this is like this is. Yeah, I, I would be surprised. So he'd be seeing 34K a month, according to our ridiculous assumptions. Those so are some sizable paychecks. He can buy a car every with every paycheck. Basically, he can buy a brand new car if he wants. Yeah. Probably. And this yeah. is he lives in Iowa. So I'm just. If anybody from Minnesota, I mean, your money goes further in Iowa for obvious reasons because there's less people. You would, you would have it's a hard awesome. time spending that amount of money. I mean, you can get a massive house for like 500k in Iowa. You Do you know where old... Ference lives? I'm sure that's got to be all everybody knows. I, I think I know where he lives. Actually, I, I don't. I, I could find that out. I don't care. It would depress me probably, but uh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I think he lives be... out near Solon, doesn't he? I I, he I think he does. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, it, it's it's ridiculous. So yeah. I, anyway, he's getting paid to do that. In charge of quarterback, the, the offensive line coach. Literally, guys are not. They're not like. I suck. I'm not an athlete. I'm a middle-aged schlub. But I can stand there and just watch his defenders go by. I can do that. That's literally physically. Yeah, I can but go out there and pass. Is this is this a new? Is he new? I think the this is his first year. I think this is his first year. Okay. I think they that, but at Iowa, I don't know. I don't remember what his coaching okay. pedigree is. Because I mean, Iowa. Has, the reason why I ask is in front of a guy. Iowa I can stand has, in front of a guy and get run over. 
Iowa has a pretty long history of like really good offensive linemen. Well, yeah. this is an old, this is kind of old hat. Um, they occasionally have good studs like Tristan Wirth or whatever. You know what I mean, uh, you know, Tyler Linderbaum. These guys are studs and they're the studs in the NFL and that's great. But like there have not been very many dominating offensive lines for Iowa. They're right, but you've few. had first round, second round, third round. Well, I mentioned picks. those guys. Yeah. yeah, they. but one stud doesn't make your offensive line great. Iowa has only finished in the top five in the Big Ten rushing. Like average yards a game, they only finished in the top five three times in Kirk's 23 years. The top five. I'm not even talking about number one. Usually they're seventh, eighth, ninth. They they don't make it yards per carry. It doesn't matter. They don't finish in the top. They're not one of the best rushing teams. They really have dominant offensive lines as a unit. Yeah, they got studs and they have a reputation and it's cool. Um, and I really hope Caden Proctor decides to stay to go to Iowa. That'd be that'd be something. That'd be positive. A five star stud that could have gone to Alabama if he goes to Iowa that will help um is he a battle. high school senior that some yes. guy you're talking about yeah okay. yeah he's this number he's one of the I was ever got he went to you know my old high school and this five-star guy he was choosing between Iowa and Alabama some people are upset because he took a visit to Oregon I some people think he just wanted to take a visit because hey it's a free trip to Oregon some thinks he's testing the waters who knows? I don't know. Has but he committed he, to Iowa already? He verb he verbally he committed, okay. but the signing day isn't for another like couple of weeks, so nothing's official yet. Yeah, uh, and watching in. that game on Black Friday might have he might have changed well, his he's, mind. I mean, this is not his first game. He he saw the games last year too. He'll be able to start right away. I mean, he'll be an upgrade over the current right tackle. But yeah, the offensive line. If you can't get the guys in front of the people, who, I can stand in front of a college athlete and get run over, Eric. I could do that. I could like. If you're a defensive lineman, right, you're an athlete, you're a superior, big macho man, I could stand in your way as you run over me. I could make you go around me. And yeah, it, there, it does it seem – well, it seems like a schematic thing, I think, that they're just le- leaving guys unblocked. You know? Correct. It's, that's, and, that's and this is the scheme. last game of the year. That's a scheme problem, I think, more than uh, offensive line, like player issue. But Well, that's fine. It's, it's coaching or scheme. Either way, That's they're not being taught well. They're – it's not a good strategy to leave defenders unblocked to run your quarterback. As a general rule, I know I'm a dweeb, but I, my, my personal philosophy is you don't want unblocked defenders running right at your quarterback. Well, okay. unless unless the play calls for that. You know, I mean, they're, oh, they're want like a screen or something? Yeah. Yeah, Iowa doesn't – cannot run screens That's well a good example all. of it. You want, you want the lineman to rush through and – and I'm unblocked. just telling you, Eric, none of these are screens that I'm talking about. I mean, the quarterback's there and then runs for their life and gets sacked is what happens in these plays. It's not like four linemen are running and then, oh, look, we've got a bunch of blockers set up for Caleb Johnson. Like, that's not what's happening. That's literally a guy who should be blocked isn't being blocked. Um, well, anyways, anyway. okay. Sorry. Uh, so it's uh, very silly. anything, any other closing thoughts on this season that you'd like? No. Great defense, great special teams, shitty offense. We all know. This is everybody knows. Okay. It's like, you know, it feels Iowa feels both very close and very far away from actually being a, an excellent team. In terms of uh Big 10 West power rankings, you you just go w- how the records fin- finished out. Purdue, Illinois, um Where do you get? You, What's next? Let's give you Minnesota, Minnesota. Okay. I was going to say Minnesota. Iowa. Let's go Wisconsin. Nebraska, Northwestern. Yeah, Any disagreements right. there? No, no. I, I, I was going to disagree if you put Iowa ahead. Just be, I mean, I know they beat the Gophers uh, and they had the tiebreaker, but losing to Nebraska at the end of the season is should drop them down. But 
Well, that's fine. I mean, the, the, the margins between all those teams, except for Northwestern, is like racer thin. I mean, we are splitting hairs each of those levels. Um, you know, if, if you played this season out 100 times, I mean, I think various teams would take turns winning the Big Ten West, barely. I mean, this is, they're, they're bad, but yeah, that's where it is. Um, I had Indiana and they didn't win, Eric. Who did you have? I think um, I had Maryland and they did win. Oh, they won decisively. Yeah. So I better I have to learn the, the Purdue fight song. Let's go. They deserve it anyway. So I, the... while, while you you look that up, I had a question. So, you know, like I said, my wife told me on, on Friday that Iowa lost. But there was still a possibility, right, that Iowa could have still become the Big Ten West champs. There were a few things that had to happen, correct? Just two games. They just needed – Indiana needed to win and Northwestern needed to win. Right, so you needed need Illinois and Purdue to lose. Yep. Purdue kind of flirted for a little while with it, losing. Yeah. Northwestern just got destroyed. It yeah. wasn't even close. Northwestern was too terrible. What were you, I guess, no, leading I wasn't, into – You weren't holding out hope? For, weren't holding out hope at all? No, it would have been funny, like in an abstract, like the seven and five Iowa to just utterly backslide their way into the Big Ten championship game. It would have been funny in just like a sickos, this is stupid kind of way. But I wasn't like, man, I really hope that happens. That would be really dumb for at like seven and five Kirk to be like, look, we won the Big Ten West championship. Uh, we're great. Like at seven and five, you barely won 50% of your games and you're acting like you come. No. I wasn't really rooting for uh, either team to lose. It would have been funny, but I wasn't like, gotta, okay. I got to see and hope. I was not invested. Iowa lost to Nebraska. They did not deserve to win the Big Ten, to go to the Big Ten championship game. They had all the champ- chances in the world. If they have even a bad offense, maybe it's a different story. But All right, yeah. so we're going to close the book on the Potter Rose deal with you singing. The- but, no, but hey, you want to slough over. I had Iowa at 7-5. and five. I had Minnesota at eight and four. I just, I'm gonna, no, no, no. You're not gonna try to bury that. You're Mr. Homer man. You had your Gophers at ten and two. You read the the Randy should've Johnson been. hype. This should have been. Oh, should have. Okay. Yes. And I should be a bazillionaire if the world were just and fair. Uh, you know, they had their chances and they squandered them. They weren't that close to being ten and two. Let's hold your horses. And what did you have Iowa? Did you have Iowa at six and six? I think I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A hater and a homer. One of us knows football. One of us gets football. One of us doesn't. It's okay, Eric. You're really proud of yourself. I can tell. I am. You should have bet on it. You should have, you know, you can do that in Iowa. It's legal for you to. You're not breaking any laws. Maybe I, maybe I will next year. Maybe you next should. year I will put some. Some chatter down yeah, on my You've awesome got a little bit of a tape. history of making those over unders or those year end predictions stick. So maybe put some money put some money where your mouth is, Ben. I will. I, mean, I saw through the hype. Randy Johnson had you buttered up and you're like, they're great. And I'm like, wait, am I is that am I taking crazy pills? Is Tanner Morgan their quarterback? Is it twenty nineteen? I saw through. All right. Well, here we go. So I got Hail Hail Purdue is the name of their uh, fight song. I'm not going to do the hymn. They have some weird hymn, too. So this is just going to be first verse, chorus, second verse, chorus. All right, here we go, everybody. I don't know what the tune is, so here we go. To your call, once more we rally. Alma mater, hear our praise. Where the Wabash spreads its valley, filled with joy our voices raise. 
from the skies and swelling echoes come the cheers that tell the tale of your victories and your heroes. Hail Purdue, we sing all hail. Hail, hail to old Purdue. All hail to our golden black. All hail to old Purdue. Our friendship may she never lack. Ever grateful, ever true. Thus we raise our song anew. All the days we spent with you. All hail our own Purdue. When in after years we're turning, oh mater, back to you. May hearts with love be yearning for the scenes of old Purdue. Back among your pathways winding, let us seek what lies before. Fondness hopes and aims are finding while we sing of days of yore. Hail, hail to old Purdue. All hail to our gold black, old and black. All hail, hail to old Purdue. Our friendship may she never lack. Ever grateful, ever true. Thus we raise our song anew of the days we spent with you. All hail our own Purdue. Good job. A lot of touchy-feely stuff in there. Friendship and love and... Fight songs are weird. These yeah. are some weird... That's the one thing I've learned more than... It's, it's like Care Bears kind of These are theme. stuff from like 100 years ago. It's some yeah. weird shit. People just had weird ways of phrasing things. Like, is the Wabash some part in West Lafayette? I didn't understand that part. Where the Wabash spreads its valley? I, it must be just like, yeah, a geography thing. I don't know. But, hey. All right. This is the end. Yeah, thank you everyone for, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll we'll be back next year, I think. More more football talk. Potter Rosedale. That's we'll bring Potter Rosedale will, will return. Thank you everybody. Bye bye.